Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 182. It's barley wine and wrapper ramen noodles. Jesus Christ, it can't There's get any no weirder. limit to your success. Can't get any weirder on this the show. The pinnacle of success is having your own ramen noodles. Yes. I agree. Uh, as you can see on camera, uh, the beer professor is back with us. Chris the Crusher's here and yeah. behind the scenes, just because our camera is not wide enough, Papa Lanny's here. Hey, hey. In the uh, most uh, illustrious. There we go. <laughs> most sought after. Help me out here, Matt. She's all yours, so. I'm putting you on the stands. Uh, damsel. Oh, no, there we go. Illustrious damsel. <laughs> Matt's wonderful girlfriend is also in the house with us tonight. Uh, so, without further ado, Matthew, you brought us something you've been working hard on. It is yeah, been hard, said hard on. Hard on. What do we have to start off the show? We have our barley wine, which sits at 10.1%, and then we have the barrel aged version, which is sitting at 11%. And uh, these have not even been released yet. They'll be available Tuesday to Brewers Club members and Thursday for the public. So I went ahead and brought all of them. You guys, who's gonna stop me? Yes. So this I made unless it. Doug's watching, then I'm sorry. This is a uh, a uh, Maniverse exclusive Henderson Bruco's first barley wine. Uh, start off with the regular. Yeah. I think. Let's so, do regular. Uh, Let's for those who don't know, Matt's had them on ice. Kicking but out the way. Barley wine, it is live. Uh, Matt, what is barley wine? Explain to yes, the folks, folks at home. And I have a question when you're done with that. So barley wine, if there's no real comparison to it, it's kind of oh, Doug's watching. I'm in trouble. <laughs> I'm in. Oh God, I'm gonna be shot in public. Uh, in it's, public. <laughs> it's not really compared to anything. If you took an imperial version of an ESB, it would be most close to that. It's just a big boozy. A traditionally English to start out with, but Americans have sort of bastardized it and made it more bitter, but... More bitter! Yeah. But it's uh, a good way to hide alcohol, and it takes very well the barrel aging, because the barrel really shines through, because it's not as well, dark of a mold. Like I said, we're on a good... as an imperial style. As I have noted, we have been on a good barley wine run. I know the first couple of runs we had, it was no bueno, but... Okay, I have a question that yes. we asked last week, and we never got from Yes. Isn't all beer vegan, technically? Vegan? Yes. Yeah. So we had a vegan IPA. Yes. Last and week. we were trying to figure out... If that was just what? that... I don't know, Doug. Oh, oh, Doug what the fuck makes it non-vegan? I mean, if they use, like... If they use, like, gelatin as a finding agent, then it wouldn't be... Technically vegan. Vegan, I don't think. But... No, I, he said no. Why isn't beer vegan? Everybody stares at the camera. I don't know. <laughs> we're all looking at Doug's. I really didn't. I mean, well, I mean, we gotta have the, re I didn't, I didn't the know registered chemists in here. I didn't know if they were poking fun at the vegans, being like, ha yeah. So, I was right. If the brewery uses okay. gelatin, which a lot of them do, we use Biofine, which is plant. Which is vegan friendly. So one of it my is. favorite things is I have a uh, I have a uh, part-time vegan, if you will, at work. He's a buddy of mine, and uh, anything with lactose, ah, cause the cows. Yeah, yes. and uh, it's rape. We, we we go back and forth about uh, veganism and meat and everything else. And I was going on. Well, we come back from break, and I go walking by his table, and he's already doing his job, and there sets a big old bag of gummy bears. Uh, and I walk up to him and I said, Hey, buddy, I said, Do you know what gelatin's made out of? And he goes, No. I said, Well, let me tell you. I said, It's made out of the leftover parts of animals, mainly bones and, and tendons. Yeah, bones, tendons, hooves, things. He's like, No, it's not. I said, Hold on. And I pulled out my phone and I, I pulled up PETA's website, you know, <laughs> and I said, here you go. Fuck. He goes, well, maybe it's vegan. I go, really? I go, you think they sell that here at work? I go, they just happen to have vegan gummy bears for you pussies. I, I don't think vegan, so. Vegan gummy bears can't really exist because there's nothing that sticks together right. like gelatin. So technically, no, no, hold since on. you guys hold don't on. use gelatin, <laughs> your beer is vegan. Yeah, and it's kosher as well. And oh. That's incorrect. They actually have this seaweed extract thing that they can do it with because science and shit. But uh, I don't Oh, really? Yes. Huh? So I did not know so, that. So I thought I thought that all beer was. I didn't know about the gelatin and lactose. I figured it was just the brewery poking fun at vegans, being like, "It's a vegan beer." But, That's what I would do. 
Okay, that, that's amazing. That's, that's what we'd all do, but okay. you could actually put that on there now. Try. 10.1. Okay. So, it does hide it. Yes. It does hide it. Um, solid taste. I mean, it's... It's, uh... I've had barley wines to where they were just, you know, as soon as you taste it, it's like, you know, not even alcohol, just the taste of the barley wine. Well, because so. you get more of a the resiny. Yes. You but know, this is very mild, very drinkable. I get, yes. I could get real fucked up on maybe too drinkable. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I could. Well, now, now, good. Here well, again, I, because Matt knows on like the it. show that uh, I'm not gonna blow smoke up his ass, but yep. we'll go round table. What do you think, young lady? I like it. Okay. Matthew, what do you think? I think it turned out a touch caramelier than what I would want if I could create a, a flavor profile in a computer. Yeah. But mm -hmm. for a first, I, for a first try at a barley wine, I think we did okay. Yes. So for the I think we did just so absolutely. so agreed for the first shot across the bow, first time trying this uh, this. Style. I it's mean, way better than Behemoth from Three Floyds. Oh, that's yes. That's one of the worst commercial barley wines. Yes. And that's coming from Three Floyds. That is also on that same. The way. barrel aged is worse somehow. Yeah. Uh, so this is drinkable. Um, you you definitely have all the characteristics that are in there. It's like anything else. You're so have to play and fine tune. I am interested to see how the barrel aged comes out next. I'm, if it turns it up at all. I'm not gonna lie. I like the little bit more carameliness to it. I think it adds the drinkability of it. The like okay. I mean, smoothness. I'm no, not... I, I, yeah, I agree. I like the caramely of it, and, and it gives it uniqueness, you know, to, yeah. to your beer uh, brewery. Yep. You know, you don't have to be the same as everybody else. That's for, true. You know, I dig it. Barley wine is life, though. So yes. you know, I, I'm going to be even more critical about the right. those styles. I like it. You can taste you. Can, you can taste the alcohol, but it's not boozy. Right. All right. Got the taste. Without further ado, let's jump into some beer news. Beer news. Figure it out. 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 You know what? You know what world needs? This world needs. Pumpkin spiced hard seltzer. Oh baby, I knew. You know and, it's and 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 oh, it's not coming. only. Oh yeah. Not only is it coming, Braxton Brewing Company it's announced that Vibe Hard Seltzer Pumpkin Spice is going to be coming out. It should be on. That's in Covington, Kentucky, yes. by the way. Yes. And it'll be out this month, so it should be on the shelves as we speak. I can't wait to sell that to everyone. <sighs> Pumpkin so spice excited. hard seltzer. As soon as it comes in, you have to get it. Because I have got to try it. Here's another question I have. So we all know that Bud Light has their Bud Light seltzers. Mm -hmm. Do you mm -hmm. also know they have Bud Light Platinum Seltzer? No. 8% or whatever? I don't know. Like, what's the what's the fucking difference? Four Loco Seltzer? You know, like... like hey, what? I had that and it tastes like sugar water and jet fuel. I expected no less. So it tastes like Four Loco. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, no one has ever drank a Four loco in life. I can't wait to never buy that. <laughs> I, I, I mean, seriously, no one has ever bought a Four loco and be like, this will be good, and then took a big Zach, swig. Our uh, residential uh, Sony over there, other Zach, he used to drink Four Locos, and fun fact, one of the most casual times I've ever vomited was when Zach would not casual. shut the fuck up and made me drink a whole Four loco through a beer bong. Every every it was bit of that I'll never awful. forget it. I'll never forget it. The most casual throw of vomit he got. Because ever. here's the thing with it too. It, it it's not just what it is. So Dad, because you're probably not know on this. So Ford Loco is a know. it's a malt beverage, yes. but it's also an energy drink. So it's the worst two things in the world. Not anymore. Mind. It can't have caffeine in it anymore. Yes, because you know people are fucking dying. But that's besides the point. And. I remember going on a trip uh, when I was an instructor. We went down to uh, Quantico, Virginia, and there's a van of Marines, so what's everybody going to do? They're going to drink excessively and stupidly, and a bunch of people had four logos and they're passing around, and I don't know what this is. 
and I take a couple swigs, and I'm like, whoop, fuck that shit. I'm like, hand it back there. That's that tastes like heartburn and regret. Do you know that I it have was. never, it is. I have never had a four loco. You should probably keep that up. <laughs> you should, you should probably keep that trend. But seriously, getting back to <laughs> to hard seltzer pumpkin spice latte bullshit. Like, I, my thing is, can we give everything that's pumpkin spice? There's always like a really creamy backbone for the the spices to stick to. I don't know about the watery consistency and adding nutmeg and allspice and cinnamon. Yeah, that's gonna be. I don't know. Uh, I gotta try it. We're gonna try it on the show. Yeah, we'll, we'll try it. I'm down. We can do a whole seltzer episode. Uh, we're gonna we have, have to like, get all the Bud Light ones too. I swear. We, we Bud Light has a lemonade. Fuck me. Four Loco has like three seltzers. It's gonna happen again, guys. Oh, it's gotta. This is what I put up with to drink good beer most of the time. I, I do, just to <laughs> let everybody know, I do have an episode coming in the very near future. Uh, Chris, no, this won't even be a bad sucker. One. I have a no, few episodes. We're going to do that, too. No, we're not. Uh, what? But Chris brought the, uh, which I don't know if we'll get to try them, but Chris brought the Rap Snacks Icon Ramen Noodles, and I think we might try them off air and post videos about that. Probably. But, Matt, I that. went and got today. I was out, uh, my wife is on a, uh, a, uh, sabbatical. Yeah, sabbatical. She's on a camping sabbatical. trip all by herself, and, uh, beautiful place she's been sending me pictures and texting me today but me and the kids went and got donuts this morning and i was like man i need to get groceries for the week um i'm gonna be leaving on the hog hunt at buck crack early on wednesday morning but i need to have stuff you know make sure we're good and uh so we're going through and i'm pushing the cart down the aisle and i'm going down the mac and cheese aisle and i stop and i look up and i'm like there was all three kinds of cheetos mac and cheese i knew it we tried Regular, the original. We tried jalapeno, the original. and fire. Let me, let me tell you something about That's going to happen on air. Let me tell you something about the original cheese. I wanted the mac and cheese. I cannot explain to you how much it tastes like you're eating Cheetos. It's just on noodles. Really? It is mind blowing. It's mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Really? It tastes it's like really fucking good. Cheetos. That's like ins- straight up. That's insanity. And and they weren't expensive. It no. wasn't like Mm-mm. they were gimmicking you for three or four dollars. It was like a buck fifty. For a box, I was like, "Oh, Hunter loves my his, man. Hunter loves his macaroni and cheese, so it looks like I'm gonna have another." I, I think I eat macaroni so and cheese. So where were they at? Did you find them? In the mac and cheese aisle at Walmart here. At Walmart, yeah. See, I had a life-changing event today. I went grocery shopping Saturday during Hunter's soccer game on my phone. I pulled up to Walmart. They walked out, peeked in the window, and said, "Chris Cronin." I said, "Yes." They said, "Pop the trunk." They threw all my shit in. I left. It was amazing. I did not have to deal with any of the degenerates that work and go to Walmart. And it was amazing because usually I spend an extra $50. But I ended up uh, spending what I had to get. If I would have known they had the Cheetos, I'd have added that to the cart too and been like, click, click, click. So that might be something during this week I might go by and get. But yes, pick up at Walmart. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. All right. So uh, before we carry on with any more beer news, oh, one bitch and gripe I have real quick. So, oh. uh, Matt, we've been doing this show now 182 episodes. We have done beer news for almost every single one of those episodes. Yeah. Uh, except for right. some of the very early ones that have never been aired. Um, and for whatever reason, I'm guessing someone has bought all the beer news, like craft beer news websites, because now everything is subscription based out of nowhere. And it ain't cheap. It's like $315 for the year, and this homie ain't paying that. Yeah. So, for, uh, just for fucking news? So, yes. so if anyone has like the down low on where. Uh, I just follow Don't Drink Beer. Yeah, but I want like, you know, the legit, all the stuff, you know, like we have. Them doing. And yeah, and they're the one that's $315 for the year. So I found one site that was seven fifteen for the year. Ah, nice. And that didn't even come with the complimentary blowjob. I, I better get, get dick pics from a brewer a month. Yeah, the dick of the month club. Dick of the month club featuring Braxton Brewing Company. It's just like everybody's dick that works there. It's next to a mini keg. We're releasing vibe pumpkin spice, and the guy has like a whole piece of nutmeg next to his nut. I like it. Little I mean, go- little, what a little pumpkins holding it right next to the oh, set. Oh, that is adorable. So this one is a lot darker. 
This is a lot yeah, darker. A you lot can lot tell it has a burl to it. Uh, yeah, Chris, you, give Dad just a touch of that. He's got to drive home this evening. You can, uh, you, you can, you can, uh, taste the barrel. So, um, is there anything else that you've heard in Beer News, Matt? I was hard-pressed to find anything. Um, okay, so for those who don't know, again, we're drinking Henderson Brucos, not released yet. Their barley wine we just finished. This is their, whoop, sorry uh, guys, yeah. this is their barrel-aged barley wine that Matt I was like, Who's that old to? This was done in New Rift bourbon barrels uh, for eight months. So what does that mean for you? Well, New Rift is a Kentucky bur or a bourbon distillery. And what Kentucky. they did is they got empty barrels that they've used yeah. to age their bourbon in. And they poured their barley wine in and sealed that bad boy up for X amount of months. This one being eight months. And we're going to see what happens. I'm going to so, say that since you didn't like the, the so much caramel on the last one, there's going to be even more because of that barrel profile uh, is what I think. But you tell I'm, me, I'm looking forward to it. I haven't tried it yet, but I'm looking, me. Forward, I'm looking forward to the caramel profile. because I'm going to say nothing, and I think Dad's going to say nothing here. Go right ahead. All I have to say to you is good job, sir. Kudos. This 11%. is where it's at. No, it's not. It's this, not that. Oh yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> me and Dad will uh, uh, caveat off of this. So, if you're a bourbon drinker, and some of you may, some of you may not be, and you may not be big in the wine, this is something you can get into because this barley wine robbed that barrel, and it did it in the right way. Oh it's, yeah, yeah. You you get. It's not hot, but you get a just a a little. Of heat like it wants to be there yes yeah. but it's not but you get vanilla yeah you get There's all these different little ton of oak I'm yes getting oak but, but, but but with that it's not overdone oak it's not oak like when you pour a a a, a, a not a white wine uh help, help me here uh Marlowe, is that right? Merlot. Merlot. yeah Marlowe, where you, like it's oak and butter and you're, gah, gah, like it's not that yeah. it's it's the tree to me it's almost like if I was standing by a campfire and I had oak in there, and I'm like, I'm like, oh man. Or you got a I, big fat bong rip of rip of oak, like charred. I, mean, I, I don't yes. know why you do that, but hey, whatever. You know. Oak is oak. Oak's awesome. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, oh, I, I talked about how smooth that one was, with the added oakiness and vanilla. Of this, I would almost say this was smoother drinking. Oh yeah, than yes. that was. I yeah, it is. I mean, the because barrel, the barrel does jump out, but this went good from, one. this got dumped four days later, we put barley wine in it. So, I mean, it was extremely fresh. I, whenever, whenever we uncapped it, dude, sticking my nose down in that barrel, it burned my nose. There was so good much job, buddy. Thank yes. you. Good job, Doug. Awesome. Yes, thank you, guys. Awesome. Agreed. Excellent. I'm glad you enjoy it. Excellent for barrel sale. Old barley wine. On so, uh, Thursday, and I think it's 16 a bottle? What, another. Another group that I uh, go drink with, we're going to do a barley wine night, and I think I've picked my barley wine I'm going to take with me. Yeah, go for it. I'll get you now, one. Now, not, out, not to be outdone, we do have two other bar barley wines. I'll get it out to try. Um, I know you had one. I also got a bottle when we were down at Mile Wide yes. last week. We have a barley wine. Super Maris? Uh, yes. And then I picked up just on random, walking through a wine tree on the east side, Clown Shoes had a barley wine, and I said, you know what? Perfect time to Fuck try it. a 16-ounce can of barley wine. Hell yeah, man. So, that's right. That's the kind of night it's going to be. It was, a, it was a good little trip down to Louisville we had. I went to just sell a commission, and we... We didn't get righted upon. Um, we didn't get shot at. It was very oh, quiet where we were, luckily. Man. Now, Solid. Now, we had extra magazines just in case. <laughs> I, may, I, mean, I, may, I may have been carrying multiple firearms and a really big knife that yes. you couldn't see on me. <laughs> but when does Zach not do that? When Zach that? does that going down to Sam Mart. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I really hope I don't get pulled over on my way to Alabama because this is how this is going to go. I'm going to be 10 and 2 on the wheel. Good morning, officer. Do you have morning. any weapons in the car? <laughs> can I start by saying what I can I start by saying what I don't have in the car? Sir, where are you putting up? I'm just going to go ahead and let you slowly put those cuffs on me, and I'm going to step out and let you look through this he's vehicle. Got, no, he's going to be like, 
So, officer, I'm going to tell you what I don't have. There is not an RPG-6 <laughs> or a belt-fed belt saw. I left the tactical... Other than that, I left it the... is a distinct possibility everything else is in here. I left the tactical nukes at home. Yes. Uh, I'm, I apologize. All right, guys, let's go ahead and jump into a little nerdgasm. That's some animal crackers. Did you bring them? All right. And in other nerd news, as Sega <laughs> celebrates its 60th anniversary, yes, Sega, the system so near and dear to my heart, as that is what I grew up Sega. playing. Grew up playing it with, you know, with my uncle Lance, and he would come over, um, and you know, he's my dad's younger brother, and was many, many years older than me at the time, but he would you know, have his time off and he'd come over and play and we'd play Mortal Kombat and all kinds of things on it. Yes. The video game company's popular virtual fighter series looks to be in for eSports heavy comeback. Oh. A promotional video shared to Sega's official Japanese Twitter account features a slew of eSports related footage including with the announcement that Virtual Fighter X eSports project is currently in the works. Oh, that's when, interesting. Yes, when translated to English, the video's caption explains that the Virtual Fighter brand will be restarted in Japan to commemorate the 60th anniversary, and that further details will be released at a later date. It is currently unclear if this new project will be released outside of Japan. For those of you who don't know, Japan is the video game capital of the world. Like everything Hence goes Hence the reason down. they have a full-size Gundam running around that fucking thing. This is true. They did make one. Uh, Psychopaths. Uh, so, the first fighting game to feature a fully 3D polygonal graphics, the original Virtual Fighter initially hit arcades in 93, later making its way into home consoles and PC. Since then, multiple sequels and spin-offs have been released, with certain characters from Virtual Fighter series also making guest appearances in other games. The franchise has been more or less dormant since 2012, which saw the home console release of Virtual Fighter 5 Final Showdown. Now, for those who may not understand this, the 90s was the decade of the fighting game. Because you had Street Fighter, you had Mortal Kombat, I mean, there were so many spin-offs. You Tekken, just every console had its own fighting game that you could play, and then you could play against your buddies, and you had all these maneuvers. But then it slowly died off. So now you have a couple. Um, you know, Mortal Kombat stayed relevant with incorporating storylines and trying to do other things. But they've also brought pop culture characters in, like Jason and Aliens and Predator and all kinds of shit. Yeah, which there was a, a game. It was on PlayStation One. It was called Bloody Roar, mm -hmm. and it, it kind of kind of kicked Mortal Kombat to do more with it because mm -hmm. they. They kind of took the arcade feel mm -hmm. and really brought like a arcade game to home. I mean, it was it was very simple. And, and the crazy thing is, is the fighting games worked best in the arcade because you had one joystick and 19 buttons. So much so that companies started making specific controllers to give you the arcade the feel. The NES Advantage. Yeah, that you could sit on your lap and just... The NES you know, Advantage yeah. that had turbo and everything on yeah. it. Yeah, so uh, interesting Fast enough, days. a long-dead... Uh, you know, game kind of comes roaring back, so we'll see. Speaking of uh, Japan, did have you guys ever watched MXC, mm. the Japanese game show? They end up. I at, know what it is, but I've never watched it. it which, was, which one is that? Because I see videos all the time, but all they do is they, yell. They, so had a, they had a guy on there. The correspondent's name was Guy Ladouche. Guy Ladouche. Guy Ladouche. I've known a few of those. And it was hilarious life. because basically they it was Japanese game shows and then they turned it to an American show mm -hmm. because they they didn't subtitle, they actually put whatever dialogue they wanted in there, which made it fucking magnificent. Because if you've ever watched Japanese game shows, they make our game shows look like shit. Yeah, like yes. I mean, they are insane over there. It is hilarious. And, and it's no holds barred. Too. No, it, you, people, because, I'm afraid people have died. You all know if you've ever watched Japanese pornography, which you wouldn't, they just blur out weird shit. Like yeah. penises. I mean, like, what, tentacles. What, what am I watching but here? Not but not tentacles. It's just a fuzzy part, and you're like, this doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. But you can buy women's panties in a vending machine over there, Fish. because the height of culture. The fat 
that work has not sent me over there so I can confirm all these rules <laughs> and pay any pending machine. I don't have enough money in my account, and you don't have enough baggage space to bring back the bourbon. Well, I was going to say. This is true, because. Uh, people because between the door and Charlotte and be like, what's the other bag for? Uh, uh, souvenirs? Yeah. Because between Blanton's Gold and Platinum Four uh, uh, Four Roses, amongst other weird things, there was something somebody shit. grabbed from over there that had a horse head on it or something like that. I forget what kind of was it. Was a bourbon? Yeah, 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 probably horse soldier. All right. So Chris, I'm gonna let you take this one because ah. you watched the series. Yes, it was actually just a movie. And Nola Holmes hit Netflix and introduced viewers to a teenage version, their teenage sister of Sherlock Holmes. And here is what a sequel could look like. Nola Holmes hit Netflix, bringing the popular young adult series by Nancy Springer to life with Millie Bobby Brown of Stranger Things fame, bringing the young detective to life. Brown, okay, so a question. I saw something about the rating of this movie. Was it PG-13? I can never go off the rating. Or R. Because it was one of them... Yeah, it was PG-13. I think it was PG-13, but yeah. it's like one of the most successful PG-13 movies. It was either... Either or, like yeah, Tony I, Netflix, say, so you I, I don't see it. With. I don't see it being R-rated for any reason. Listen, this brings another thing. Dad, you can help me out here. PG-13 and rated R are two different things from what oh. they were in the '90s oh, when oh, I was oh, a little yeah, kid. Yeah. Yes. Because because rated R was like, hey, they said three cuss words, slap the R rating on that. Like when we were growing, if it was violence and someone got killed, they were like, bam, rated R. And like PG-13 was like mild smooching. Now PG-13 is I threw her. Tits flopping on the table and I'm reeling her out like fuck fuck what? fuck. Well, hang on. Right, and right <laughs> the walk, I'm the doing, walk video yeah. is starting PG thirteen. Rated R is I'm doing that, but at the end I cut her head off. <laughs> yes. You, you, if you, exactly. you didn't kill her. Well, oh. in, in uh, Airplane, the first <laughs> one, yes. that was a PG movie, and you saw a set of tits yes. for like a second and a half. Yeah, because she like. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And stop calling Shirley. Shirley. <laughs> Movies that can never be made again. Yeah. Airplane. Oh, Airplane. Was, <laughs> airplane, was, airplane was fantastic. All right, Chris, pick up. Anyway, Brown said in a recent interview that she wanted to play Enola Holmes since she was a little girl and the success of the movie could lead her to a chance to make more movies based on this in this world. As a matter of fact, there are many moments in Enola Holmes that could lead to more films in the future. The first Enola Holmes movie showed how she ended up working as a detective in London based on the first novel in the series, The Case of the Missing Marquess. Marquess, yep. In 2006, Enola's mother, Helen Bonham Carter, disappears suddenly without a word to anyone. Since she's only 16 years old, Enola's brother, Mycroft Holmes, returns home, to, exclaims she is his ward, and he is not happy with how she's living. When he demands she go to finishing school, learn proper woman, be a good wife or a future husband, she runs away. Enola ends up in a, involved in a mystery and solves it before even her older brother, Sherlock Holmes, cracks the case. There are lots of things in old home set up for future movies if this one is successful for Netflix. Helena Bonacarum stars as Enola's mother, Edora Holmes, the matriarch of the family who disappeared suddenly and launched Enola into her journey. Throughout the movie, Enola is looking for her mother. However, she puts the search on hold when she met a boy named Turk. I, I could, if I could think about it. Turkusberry. Uh, was running from a killer. Tewksbury? So, yeah, Tewksbury. I like that. So, it is Tewksbury. There is one issue with this, okay? In the whole Fucking definition. Since she is only 16 years old, in the time frame, 16 years old, she was a full-fledged adult and would probably have been bearing children by then, and that's no shit. Yes. Back in that time frame, 16, yes. you were being married off. Yes. Yeah, but you were 22, also... 22, you were an old maid. In 30, you were probably get a tuberculosis. Well, yeah. I mean, like, 14 years old, you had a midlife crisis and then got your shit together. Yes, no, that's... I mean, but, that's and this and this movie shows, too, the how she is, like... Basically, she really hasn't been out in the world. Her mother, it was her and her mother the whole time, but her mother did things with her like they would do puzzles that are like different kind of mind puzzles and stuff like that. They would play chess like religiously. She would teach her hand to hand combat. Uh, like every day she had a thing, and hand to hand combat was one of her daily things she would do. And, but she just never let her out to do anything, and her mo mother was her best friend. Her mother disappears suddenly without telling her. Her mother's like, hey, you know, something's up. Uh, her mother's part of basically the women's rights revolution. Right, which did take form at that point in time. 
Matt, I will let you go grab a new beer for us. Oh, yes. uh, Non-barley wine this time. I have two glasses. Let's Why take, not let's, barley wine? Let's take a break. I got two glasses. One for each of you. Well, <laughs> do you guys want to completely jump into something completely unrelated? Yes. What about this? Yes. What do we have there, Matt? All right. Well, as you guys know, we did a tasting. Yes. Uh, last time I was here? Yes. Two weeks back. Of uh, some 450 North beers, and I got heartburn really bad. Is this 450 yes. North? No. This is 450 North and Imprint, which does the smoogies. They did a collaboration, and you're left with this. Listen to what's in this fucking beer. I want to Coconut, marshmallow, chocolate, banana, raspberry. I'm going to say that again. Coconut, marshmallow, chocolate, banana, raspberry. Crack it and pour it because this is either going to be the worst looking thing we've ever had. Well, I got a 450 North. Make not sure to roll happy. So these two breweries are known for fruit puree. And, and fucking shit and making so, me fucking almost puke. I'm so nervous. Um, last time, after we drank excessively, or at least I did, to the wee hours of the morning. We all did. Uh... Chris threw up red stuff, which happened to be one of the beers, and this was hours later. This is hours later. Beer. I couldn't even digest the rest of my food because it's fucking garbage. Um, I did puke a small amount last week. Yes, four fifty. Yeah, um, and that was before we got drunk. He well, just, he had one beer and went out and threw up because this shit was straight. No, I had all. I had all three of those. Yes. Well, yes, yeah. and we had bigger pours. We drank a whole six ounces Ugh. each, but they, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I can't wait for this review either, Zach. Okay, so it smells what like uh, fruit this? and pixie dust. God. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Does anybody know a priest? Is there alcohol in this? I need a young priest and an old priest. We don't know. The spirit of Christ compels you. I need something that's blue, something that's true, Stop. something that's wood. You know what this reminds me of? Before, it reminds me of... Hold on, go ahead. It reminds me of naked. I don't like know the what naked that is. fruit okay. juice. I can like understand that, but walk with me down this this path of life. Think if I took pixie dust and pixie poured sticks. it. Yes. And poured it into Pepto Bismol. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can now go ahead, have down. a sip. That's what I get from this. I get the chunkiness oh of Pepto Bismol. That is I get, horrible. And I get I get pixie sticks. There you go. Really cheap. Oh, what was that? Really shitty fruity bubble no, gum. No, stop, stop. The medicine. The bubble gum flavor. Oh my god. Um, amoxicillin? Amoxicillin. Boom. That's yeah. what oh it my is. god, it tastes like amoxicillin? Yes, it's amoxicillin. It's fucking atrocious. It's like banana fofana. Fofana. Banana. Not good. I just I this has that, like a four point three. That does taste like amoxicillin way. spiked with a little alcohol. This, not much, <laughs> not much, but just Look enough. Leave on your glass. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. For those who don't understand, so that's this the residue. These are fre freshly rinsed glasses. Just that's sugar. Day and a half. All right, guys. This has a so. 4.31 on it. They're wrong. Uh, lords. Yes. Uh, so the Denver Broncos did something that was genius, oh, man. Oh, that's my team, man. The Denver Broncos Stadium. Oh, that's terrible, but okay. <laughs> they lined up their seats with cardboard cutouts of South Park characters. Every for character from the against town. Against the Bucks. Oh, I already yeah. Yes. To ensure the next game has an audience so during awesome. the coronavirus uh, pandemic, the Denver Broncos have filled the seats with some of Colorado's most famous inhabitants, South Park characters. Odds are it will still end up killing Kenny somehow. Yes, it did by the Denver Broncos play. It Murdered the poor bastard. Uh, Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Fuck off, Melvin Gordon, you motherfucker. You're <laughs> killing my fantasy team. I'm, I'm not even going to go into that. I fuck fantasy football right now. All my running one. backs are hurt. Everyone I left on the bench went off. It's all bad. I'm not doing so a lot. Chris. Yeah. Good job, Zach. Other Zach. This is fucking garbage. Garbage. Yes. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into the main event. This tastes like medicine. 
Yeah. So I want to kick back to what Mikey said earlier that said heel Roman is the best Roman. Uh, yes. He is correct. He is correct, but I wouldn't know because I don't fucking watch WWE anymore because that shit is. But I will me off. say this too. If you could go back probably fucking 80 episodes, I know at one point in time, I had said on the show that Reigns needs to turn heel and that he needs a manager like Paul Heyman. And boy, God, did I hit that nail on the head. Right on the head. You're welcome. All right, guys. So, USC 253 went on last night, and we had a uh, couple big fights. Mainly, we had the last style bender. It's... Asanyas is his last name, uh, a just a monster of a man in the sense of how he fights, not the fact that he is a huge dude, that isn't even the case. He is just really fucking gnarly. Um, he was taking on a previously, I say that, previously undefeated fighter, but Israel Adesanya proved that only took him two rounds to drop old boy and uh that's he what hit you get. all of his strikes he kicked the fuck out of him he like, hit almost everything kick i watched the highlights just, this morning it was just kick kick knee, he was smoking kick, him the whole kick. time yes it, uh, it was rough uh it was very rough to wore watch. him the oh, fuck out the rest of this. now israel adesanya yeah, is 20 and 0 15 ko's and is a bad 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 man uh, and he's only 31 years old uh so he won this fight Took on another undefeated guy, but dropped him. And that's why he's the last stylebender. So it's pretty cool to see. Uh, obviously, the guy he was taking on, I can't find his name, so forgive me. Uh, I'll, you know, I'll remember it eventually. Yeah, big Brazilian dude, but I digress. Uh, we saw a, another... Uh, <sighs> so John Jones, like a month, two months ago, gave up the light heavyweight belt because he said, Hey, I beat everybody. And I do a lot of cocaine. On cocaine. I don't need to be in this division anymore. I'm moving up. Hey, AKA Ball you want some snow. fucking cocaine? So, Jan Blackowitz uh, calls out John Jones after winning the light heavyweight title. <laughs> don't know if that's the smartest thing to do, bud. He left for a reason. He's literally on cocaine and they're letting him do it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would. I don't care how fucking tough I am. Yeah. This, this dude is like... Hey, he's coked out, but we're going like, to let him fight. I'm not fighting anybody coked out. Yeah, no. No, I play way too much GTA for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Uh, you know, the prelims were on. I'm not going to go over everything because there's just too much. <laughs> Chris, October 6th marks the MLB start of their playoffs. Yeah, you can get the fuck rid of that. Yeah. Uh, and... No. No. My Chicago Cubs, for the first time since 2018, have clinched their division NL champions. And we have the fucking, I think it's either the Mariners or Marlins that we're taking on. So uh, we have a good chance. And it took a long time, I'm going to rub this in deep, for Cardinals fans who were, uh, (gasps) Chris, I believe the Cardinals... Hold on, we'll get to it. I believe the Cardinals were like 29 and 28. Not a real good record. Uh, what about the Dodgers? Well, I can assume. The Dodgers have been in for like a week. And a half. I can assume that the Cardinals have not been doing good because my wife has not spoke of them at all. <laughs> because, listen, it's America's pastime. Fuck baseball, man. Well, you know it's what? Most, I still see a lot of less the, stupid shit than I do in all the other sports. This is true. But... It is boring as fuck to watch on TV, but in person. Well, I will say this though: going to watch a baseball game live is. If they learned anything, awesome. the shorter season to me has been better. Yeah, yeah. Games oh, yeah. have been better. It's well, just more exciting because there, there was only sixty games, so yeah, everyone and, meant something. Yes. Every time and I look, watch like, it too. Every time I looked, I'm like, I fucking lost. God damn it! I'm checking. I'm checking the standings. I'm like, okay, we're still five games up. I didn't do that when there's 143 games. Exactly. I'm like, oh, we're only two games. It's bad like NFL. NFL has 16 games. So every fucking you better, game yeah. means every, especially you in your win. division. Yeah. Now, if you shorten a baseball season that has 683 <laughs> games somehow, which I don't even know how it's humanly fucking possible to have that in a season. Uh, oh, we played, we played eight double headers today. That 162 be... games regular season. Yeah. What a regular season. Greenies. And that's in the regular one, not even in the multiverse. 
Right. All right, guys. So Matt brought us some treehouse love. <gasps> treehouse. This is Curiosity 101, which actually, technically speaking, this is Curiosity 100 because the head brewer at Treehouse, fun fact, uh, skipped Curiosity 69. Oh, that's you <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah. Because so, everyone would have got it been like, nice. No, I saw like 67, 68 come out, and then I saw 70, and I messaged my treehouse guy. I was like, dude, what the fuck? He's like, they skipped it. Like, what? Because he knew everyone skipped it. He knew people would stab each other over 69. Oh, I would have got one. I promise you. All right, Curiosity 101 finds deeply reinvigorate. That's the word. With our natural inquisitive nature, the beer, like the artwork, strips away accumulated notions and starts fresh and basic. I challenge on our perceived ideas of what works and what doesn't with a renewed sense of purpose. Brewed with Golden Promise Base Malt, a first for us, and paired with Comet and Citra Hops, Curiosity 101's taste is brimming with potential, and originally the path ahead is uncertain, but we are excited to be along for the ride. This motherfucker is coming in at 8.1. Let me rinse that horrible glass. Why so curious? And it was canned on 8.27.20 at 8.02 in the morning. Oh, man, that's when you know your brewery's on its shit. They're doing like, uh, please not on the new keyboard. I just ruined the last one. Ah, uh, yes. Two weeks ago, actually. Huh? Um, oh, God. It'll be all right. Turn it upside down. Okay. Is it off? Everything yeah. is fine. Everything Meanwhile, in the brief intermission. For, for those of you that are listening... On uh, not the video, uh, we spilled some barley wine on the keyboard, and I'm currently wiping it off, which is why it sounds like I'm typing like everybody in the comment section under any post on Facebook ever uh, now. So there you go. All right, great. So let's yeah. see if this Actually, is worth the shit. We haven't had a whole lot of beers with Comet in it. Comet. Yeah, Comet. Well, so, that's because what I've found out in life that it is a great cleaner at uh, cleaner. For bathtubs, but yes. not so good for beer. See, that's what you think. I tried. Anyway, wah, so wah, wah, wah. Comet was actually featured at the. Hot, Wasn't he a reindeer? Hot, he was. <laughs> he was indeed. Oh, you got any more? <laughs> no, I think I'm good. Okay, so Haley's Bob. Oh, no. God <laughs> damn it! I was gonna say Haley. You fucking beat me to it. Uh, damn it! Oh, uh, continue. Go ahead. So Comet. What about the hunt? Comet was featured in the uh, National Hop Guild or some. something they did some kind of like sensory analysis, or they're gonna do it later this month. I haven't seen the video posted anywhere, but they did a flavor profile on Comet because apparently. This year's comet that they're growing in a region, forgive me for not knowing, mm. is kind of leading the charge towards a tropical, a more tropical profile than Citra, even. So it's more like El Dorado. It's somewhere in between. Like so, El it's Dorado El Dorado. so it's trying to find its way into the Holy Trinity. It is know? trying to. Ooh. And if it could kick one out. Well, I mean, I we have the floating one. There is the floating. If it could kick one out, it might be El Dorado. Um, but hey, you know that's speculation. That's just the Golden City, if you will. El Dorado. Chris, you do have a scripture for us, don't you? You fucking know it. But before we do that, I feel uh-huh. like you should tell everybody the Maniverse word of the day. Uh, the word of the day. People say, do what makes you happy, then bitch when I'm drunk again. And that is the Maniverse. You want some more? And without further ado, we ask you all to bow your heads, put your hands together, and dive deep into the scriptures of rap. scripture of rap. Today a reading from the book of Nicholas L. From the chapter Laced Weed. Wait a sec. 
Who spiked the blunt? Got me seeing double. Who got a bottle of Advil's? Cause I need a couple. Speeding, we blew by the cops. Oh no no, we in trouble. Went out of line and got put in place. Put into place like a piece of the puzzle. Petey Petey, I get on, I get on one. Like a flamingo, got my weed from San Domingo. Got me cross-eyed like Debo. Brother gonna hate on the Lebo. I won't take some of your though. Are you though? I can't find time. I'm out here tight roping a fine line. Right about now, I could use another dank right about now. Pulling up in your city right about now, right about now, right about now, right about now. And that was a reading from the book of Nicholas L. Question, uh, can you translate what the fuck any of that meant? I think it was in Hebrew. I didn't hear. <laughs> I've never smoked any weed where I needed Advil afterward. That's that's some good. No. No. I, well, actually, I, I have smoked. I have had codeine or uh, lean on a. Actually, we talked about it. I have done that previously, and mm. it does kind of make you feel like that. So maybe he's speaking on putting scissor on the blunt on the outside, and possibly. I would think but that would make it it's very, very easy. hard to smoke. Going cross-eyed like Debo. It does. Yeah, it does. Going cross-eyed like Debo. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Hold on. Take the hat back off again. Oh, look yeah. at that. That is It's not even a mullet anymore. Now you're just oh. getting real hippie-ish. Oh. Hell yeah. N- next time you see Matt, hey. he might get an involuntary haircut by Zach. No. He's gonna come in with a man bun. Zach's gonna have the knife out. Ah! Look, I know that you're a trained killer, but she would beat the shit out of you if you caught I didn't Julie ever admit but... <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, hit me harder. I hate it. I paid for better. <laughs> if I give you five bucks, will you spit my face? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Let's see, what does everybody think of Curiosity 101? Our resident lady friend over here, what do you think? I told you the last time that I was here that I didn't like really hoppy beers. Mm. That's not true. It's stouts that I'm not a fan of. They're too smoky. Mm-hmm. I don't really like the smoky flavor. Okay. So I enjoy this. I enjoy this because there's not really any bitterness. You kind of get the tropical fruit, and then it pails off. Yeah. I like it. It's a, it's a good sipper. So, with all of the New England IPAs I've drank, normally I taste it, and then I roll my eyes into the back of my head, and I'm like, oh, it's citra, because citra is citra, and citra, and citra, and it tastes exact. I cannot explain to you yeah, it is what it why is. it tastes like citra, or how I know that, but I know that it's in there. This is not one-dimensional citra. This has... No. It's greater tropical. It's got some like zippy, crisp melon. Could it be the common? And like, yeah, it definitely is. It's got some melon and it's got plenty of citrus. There's still orange from. But the, it's not overdone on anything. No, know. no. It's very, very it, nice. It has a little bit of bitterness to it. Mm-hmm. Not much. It's got it's, a little, a slight bite at the beginning, not, but smooths out and like said, the, the whole. And then the I very think end is just a tip of dryness. Which yes. Is nice. I think it's just because it's a dry beer. I don't think that there's much bitterness. I think it's just dry. Just dry, yeah. I That's dig true. it. Treehouse, you should make this one of your run-of-the-mill beers. Yeah, this is good. Treehouse, like we expect like anything the, less than excellence. If these guys, that could be Treehouse's commercial. We wake up, we piss excellence. <laughs> My name's Ricky Bobby, and fuck you if you don't chew Big Red. If you don't drink Treehouse beer, then fuck you. you. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Matt... Do you have anything for us on that horrible segment that you like, or is it, did we get a break this week? Or was that it while ago with that slushy bullshit? Uh, you guys got a break this uh, week. Okay. Because so. of slushy shit? No, what the hell does it taste like now? Well, I'm sure we could find something. No, I think we've had no, something. What the fuck are you around. talking about? Hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that amoxicillin was good. Man, if I had an ear infection, I'm good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. shit. I mean, that was like boiled down amoxicillin. It wasn't. Well, this like... cure chlamydia. <laughs> no, that's a different one. <laughs> oh. All right, well, 
Then I will jump into one of my favorite segments, A Little Guns and Glory. Yay! We haven't had a good view on here lately. So I had the unfortunate task, if you will, of uh, having to go through and help my aunt who just recently lost her husband. And she asked me and my brother to come out. And uh, my uncle Daryl had left uh, me and Chris some things. Which, you know, when you come to these things in life, you really don't. One, I'm not the person I never expect anything at all. That's just not how I roll. Not what but, you told me. Um, you're different. Shut up before I cash that in. Um, <laughs> He's different. Yeah, yeah. Papa's different. He's like, everything better be safe, Zach, on it. <laughs> you're lucky I ain't got a bounty on your head at the moment. <laughs> so you don't want me to do it? Yeah. <laughs> so, no, right, no. Right. Oh, shut the fuck up. No, no. Until... <laughs> but two weeks ago, we were out at uh, Aunt Gail's and uh, we were doing the celebration of life from Uncle D. And she, you know, she told me she wanted me and Chris to come out and. Uh, that she had some stuff for us and is what it is so you know I said hey I'm on vacation this week I talked to my brothers when you get off work and you want to get up we'll go out there and she said she had a toolbox for him great my uncle D was that's a, another story we'll yeah, get into in my uncle D was a mechanic for 25 30 years and she's like I got, I got a couple guns for you okay cool you know so I get out there and it was more than a couple firearms um, it she ended up actually giving me a Ruger, I think it's a Super Black Hawk, I gotta look, a 44 Magnum pistol that she had bought him for his birthday or anniversary, I can't remember which. Uh, beautiful gun, I got, I got to do some, some really basic you know, maintenance and cleanup on, but it's in perfect shape. Mm, um, pretty good. And then I have several 22 rifles from a older model Winchester to a Ruger 1022, which is kind of that like high grade pinnacle like everybody has a 1022 because they just run mm-hmm. to um, you know some off-brand rifle that look like Uncle D probably shot since he was a kid. A uh, Franke 12 gauge. It's, it's literally a, a clay bird gun. Beautiful inlay. Engraving. The engraving is magnificent. Really pretty gun. And then what I'm guessing is a Chinese uh, SKS. Uh, Still saying throw the bullpup on it. Just yeah. making a little fucking crazy gun. <laughs> Got, got to do some digging around on that and uh, kind of figure out exactly what it is. You know, uh, you never expect anything like that. Uh, and it's one of those that, in all honesty, minus the, like the 1022 and maybe that 44 Magnum, probably isn't anything I would have ever added to my collection. But it goes back to the fact of, you know, when it comes from someone, especially when it's a hand-me-down after they pass, it means so much more. And, you know, that's where people do acquire firearms. It's also where a wealth of knowledge comes from because, as I've said before on this show, every single one of those guns I picked up, this is my thing. It's my niche, my niche in life. Dad can fix everything. Chris knows cars and costumes. You know beer. Everyone I picked up, I was like, and I've never handled that model before. I knew how to clear it and look good, put it in the truck, pick up the next one. You know, it was a basic understanding of firearms because my wife's like, they're unloaded, right? I'm like, yeah, you know, <laughs> click, setting them in there. I'm like, oh, fuck, this one's got a mag in it. That one ain't unloaded. It's clear, you know. Um, but having that ability, uh, you know, now it's adding something that, now I have like three different rifles that I can take the kids out and shoot with because they're little 22s yep. and, uh, you know, get them set up and they're, you know, really beat home that, that the four safety rules of firearms and just marksmanship and, eventually be able to once Logan's old enough to be like go get some squirrels you know yeah. I want gravy in the morning no mm, you know squirrel here, gravy you know, mm. here, here's a 1022 here's 10 rounds you go <laughs> don't come back until you have a couple uh, yeah, but knowing Logan Logan would run be like ah! <laughs> Logan would do the spray and pray dad I'm out <laughs> well uh, you better catch him with your hands that's what he was trying to do the other day too he had his gardening glove on he's like I'm gonna catch a squirrel. I say, good luck with that. <laughs> Have fun with that. He shit. goes, you're tiny. He goes, I'm sneakier than I'll just sneak up on him on a tree. I said, no, that's you not how that works. No, you that's, not that's not even remotely how that works. But okay. But good luck, and I love your optimism. <laughs> so your hunt's coming up this week too. Yes. So uh, what all are you gonna end up taking down there now? That so I'm gonna take Grandpa Lanny's 3030 Winchester Model 94. I'm gonna take your 65 Creedmoor. I'm gonna take the Scar. 
Um, I'll take my Uncle Bud's 41 Magnum uh, with the new grip and Wesson. I replaced I replaced the grips on it just for the hunt. The yes. wooden grips will go back on it. Right. I but it I right. wanted a molded rubber grip Those to one help are... the recoil in two. So I wasn't doing anything up in the woods. Are you trying to leave any hog behind after you fire rounds at this thing? Or are you no. just taking everything that shoots a break? Yeah, no. I want well one, I want to fire a round. Like, well I that wanna... thirty thirty will probably fucking do it. Yes. I and, and the thing is is I bought ammo for each one specifically hunting rounds. High velocity round designed well, to take down. And I want him to use a six five when he crosses the line, mm-hmm. state line, mm-hmm. and stop and, and get out of the car mm-hmm. and be like, got one. <laughs> and then put the, because that six five. I'm going by Southern Chris. Anybody need anything? I'm click. Um, and but, I shot a hog in Arkansas from here. Yeah, but uh, yeah. No, I'm gonna leave out uh, about 4 a.m. So about 3:15 here on Wednesday. We're gonna get down there, hunt the day. Come in for the night, um, you know, set up camp and whatnot, and then we'll be back out first light Thursday, Friday. I haven't made the decision what I'm going to do. Uh, it just depends. If I've taken several hogs, I will probably leave Saturday after I get done with the, the day hunt and start my way back just so I can go through Nashville and, and hit the breweries, and I'll probably come home to kind of recuperate Sunday and get back on a night shift schedule. If I haven't got lucky, then I'm going to stay there till Sunday until I get the opportunity because the money I'm paying is really good because it's a guided hunt and they're putting us up in a house and everything's furnished, but I want to haul. Yeah. So uh, Tuesday, I'm going to go out and zero everything out, uh, make sure everything's in working order, make sure it'll feed the ammo that I bought it, uh, all the little things you got to do for a hunt. Did you buy more 6.5 ammo? Yes. Okay. Every weapon I'm taking with me has a specific round that it's firing. Okay. Like I specifically ordered in 6.5 Creedmoor rounds and 41 Magnum rounds that's going to be carrying a 210 grain hollow point bullet so that if anything gets in the way, it will not be in the way for long. It will go down. Yeah, you'll be able to do that from a mile away. With no, no, I'll just know that. If, because here's the thing. What most people don't understand, it doesn't matter if it's a deer. It doesn't matter if it's a fucking rabbit. Yep. If you wound an animal and it is not dead and you come upon it, it is in fight or flight mode. I do not want to roll up on a 300-pound hog with tusks and hooves, and it. I think it's dead, and then I get it's up there, and he jumps up and gores my ass. And when I walk up to it, I'm going to have the 41 out and be like, hey, poke, poke, <laughs> damn fucker. <laughs> okay, he's good. Because if not, I'm going to unroll, unload six rounds of point-blank range and be like, I think it's dead. You know, it would be like Boondock Saints. Did I kill it? <laughs> you know, like, so the cat on the wall. A thing that I haven't brought up that we, I actually talked about last night, I didn't even think about. Uh, my buddy Drew lives in Kansas City, that mm-hmm. I've talked about before. Yes. He has a couple weeks of vacation. Uh, he went to, uh, I cannot remember the name of that brewery that is by there. He is a one of the, like, what, what is, city? It's by, it's in Kansas City, I think. What is a, no, it's it's a smaller one. Um, what is that members thing you have for uh, Henderson Bruco called? When you hit the members, oh, a Brewers Club. Yeah, they. He's part of the Brewers Club of uh, or whatever. Yeah, whatever they call it. I mean, how it could be a different. Yeah, name. it could be a totally different thing. But he sent me a text last night that. Uh, let's see. Damn, y'all been talking. What y'all been talking about? Him coming out. Cinderblock. Cinderblock. Never heard of it. It's a. It's a smaller one. It's too. generally what we do to people that we throw in the lake. Yes. Ah, yes. But anyway. He, uh, he's got a couple weeks he wants to come up. He's wanting to bring some stuff from up there. And he said, if you guys have me on your show, and I was like, all right, I'll take you to Southern Grist, too, and we'll get you some good shit down there, too, because we was talking about uh, Terre Haute Brewing mm-hmm. after we had that n- other new one last night and stuff like that. So we might be uh, making some trips around with him because he said he has a buddy that lives in Nashville, too. So there you go. Awesome. All right, guys, we're, we're, we're at the hour Maybe mark. I think it's time to wrap up the show. Thank you all for who watched. Uh, thank you all for listening. As always, share us on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Leave a review. It help us get a little exposure, Google if you will. And uh, if you like us, great. 
uh, turn us on to other people because we're always trying to grow the brand. And turn uh, us on. And, yeah, and turn us on. We like DMs. I like getting turned on. Uh, so uh, you shut your horn mouth. Turn me uh, on, turn me on, Mr. Deadman. <laughs> yes, but uh, nonetheless. Nonetheless. Had to get one in. Pet, uh, pet that word, baby. Yes. We will see you all next week again on the show. Episode 183 will be next week. Lord knows what we're going to have. I'm going to try to bring some of the finest wares back from Nashville with me as I'm going through. So uh, Yeah, that means you have to kill a hog or some shit. So well, we can hopefully see that. But until then, as we always say, drink craft beer, not crap beer. And Matt, as always, we love you and you know that we mean it.